want to add something. Um, you guys probably heard uh, heard of this before. Your surroundings influence yeah. your mind. So, I used to hang around, uh, hang around with a lot of people, and I would hear comments like, um, "Not even wearing her hijab, probably she might as well take it off." And I've heard it so many times that that's what I started to believe. So, um, yeah, people. Well, I used to hang around with lots of different types of people, and you know, everything they say you kind of become a bit like them so you you basically uh, subconsciously you become like your friends or your surroundings and even though you don't think it then uh i started doing my own research uh and i just started coming you know to dean in january uh this year so slowly slowly i started praying um step by step and i know how hard it is you know for people to wear the hijab and i know how hard it is for people to even pray do you know how hard it is to wake up for fajr and pray honestly if you can do that oh my god you know how blessed you are although i wasn't around company uh physically around muslim people people that can uh better me in dean i was just watching stuff and learning like that so Mm. then my perspective changed uh on people that wear hijab so it's so crazy how your perspective can change by changing the people you hang around. Now, I'm not saying change the people that you hang around, but, you know, if they're not benefiting you, just have a think about it. And, you know, 100%. just that's that's all I'm asking. Just have a think about it because it's something that I, I want to I think it's say. all about, it's all about, um, what I've noticed anyway, it's all about kind of growth, what happens to you in your, like what happens to you in your life. There's people that maybe go through a lot of things when they're maybe a bit younger that literally force them into maturing and force them into thinking the way that we do a lot quicker, which I feel like I'm talking as if we're superior, which isn't what I'm trying to do at all. I just mean... We're kings and and queens, right? You're not helping. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Obviously, I like to think that the person I am isn't the worst. So Mm. I feel like there's people that maybe don't... Things that don't happen to them till later on in life which is why maybe they don't start to see things differently until later on the thing is like uh, absolutely like what you're saying is bang on underlying thing is like every single person grew up in a, a certain environments and they shape their sort of morals and how they conduct themselves and stuff like that right their environment has sort of like shaped the way they become influenced by others an example for me, I grew up in environment where Algerian, right? Pride, and we don't. I've got this pride where it's like I don't want to like change to anyone or anything like that. But then you can have others; they might have experienced some abandonment issues growing up. Then for them, it would be I want to fit in. Do you know what I mean? Like because I don't want to lose people. So it really depends yeah. on the sort of psychological aspect of you know people growing up, and and now it's just important for them to sort of reflect. I, I encourage everyone who's listening to this to sort of reflect deeply on your childhood. Think about those interaction relationships that you had and think about what you have now and just kind of connect them because they're very, very important. And they mm-hmm. sort of shape the way you conduct yourself with people. 100%. Um, that aspect is super important. And I'm just adding to what you're saying. Um, you made an absolutely amazing point. I've heard something from one of my friends and don't quote me on this. This is like bro science, bro, bro, bro fact. Oh my it's like you're the, average of your, <laughs> you're the <laughs> average of like your five closest friends, something along the lines. Oh, I like but, that actually. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a fact, but, you know, you get the gist, right? Um, no, right, you know what, going off what you've literally just said, so about being surrounded by people, so when I was in high school, we had, like, a group of friends, and there was about 15 of us, 
massive group and oh my god am i saying this oh my god okay (laughs) it was a really big group and we were all like same year we were all doing gcse year together we were all good friends whatever obviously there's toxicity within female groups right it just happens that's just what it is and Mm -hmm. you conform to that group when you're in it because you don't want to be an outsider and i will admit to me that was me when i was 15 16 um I would judge people a lot because yeah. that's what we did as a group. We judged people. Yeah, that's exactly you know what, I mean? what it is. And you know what's so sad? I have a friend now and we didn't speak for a while after high school. But when we did speak again, one of the first things he said to me was, you used to be horrible to me in high school. And I was like, what? Oh, damn. Me? And he was like, yeah, you and your whole group. For me now to be associated with people like, like, I'm not saying individually they're bad people at all. That is not what it is. Individually, mm. no. It's when you come together and it's mm. just this, I don't know what happens. Psychology of groups, yeah. Yeah, it's just the psychology of the way groups work. It just, it mm. just messes up your own character and you act in ways that are just not you. Because I didn't have like the strength of like the character I have now. Like, for example, if I was in a group, I wouldn't be influenced by somebody else's comment. If someone said something that I didn't agree with, I'd say it. I wouldn't just agree just for the sake of being sat next to them. But back then, that's how it was. You know what? I always say Miktub, like it's written. <laughs> something. No, 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 but it's very true. Never back then did I think I would lose these people as friends. They're not horrible people at all. I and I wish them all the best, inshallah. It's just when you're in. I feel like it just happens when you're younger and you're in that group environment and it's like, you know how you had like all like the popular girls and Mm -hmm. like within this group, we would judge these girls for the way that they dressed. And I couldn't Mm -hmm. even imagine doing that now. Like what a horrible thing to judge someone because of how they dress. With this, it's like, it stems from, there's like multiple, multiple, multiple days. Like I experienced the same thing with you growing up. Like I had, let's say I have a certain group of friends. Um, I would experience certain negativity from that group but on an individual level, one to one, they were all nice, and that yeah, used to confuse exactly. me. That really, yeah. that really used to like bog on my mind. Like, what is going on? Because one to one, they're all very good. What is this? But the thing is, like, the effects of individuals then creates a new sort of dynamic on an overall large scale. And what Islam does, Islam sort of addresses that. That's why certain things may, may be haram for you that you think, why would this be haram for me? But on a larger scale, it is prohibiting so much bad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that element there. That, that is a sort of danger. And that there can be influenced by ego of people. This is the thing. For you to survive mm. going through that phase and not being influenced, you need to be completely rigid. So you, yeah. your ego needs to be in place. You need to be sort of confident with yourself as well. And you need to, like, you're not, not insecure in certain areas. Mm. And you, you basically have to sort of have a, a really good upbringing as a child. But that is a very rare thing. I feel like it's extremely, extremely, extremely rare. Because... Extremely, it is. Because... It's very hard. Like when you're that age, you care a lot about being liked and getting along with people and not getting along with someone was the biggest deal back then. Now you can cut people out of your life and it's not a problem. No one cares. Do you know what I mean? You literally block someone, you block them completely. You never, ever speak to them again. And you're an adult. You're allowed to make that decision. You're not going to, no one will come and question you. Except for me. I'd be like, no. hey, you, why are you, why are you cutting your mouth? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, like, now I find it so easy if I find somebody maybe who isn't, who I don't believe should be around me, or even I'm doing it for their sake as well. Like, I find it so easy to get rid of people. Whereas back then, you felt the need to, like, like keep, like, keep, keep face, like, keep everyone happy. Do you know what I mean? Ah, yeah. got you. Got and you. I don't know That's why, true. because... 
I've always been the person I am now, I feel like. Maybe it was just hidden a little bit because of these things. Do you know what I mean? What was mm. the point I was trying to make for this whole bloody conversation now? <laughs> You're just raw talking. This is Literally, it. Like, I just just <laughs> yeah, so back to hijab. I feel like hijab, as in inner hijab, the people around you 100% does affect it. And even, you know what, even outer hijab, for example, like me, if you speak to literally any of my friends, it, is, it was probably the most shocking thing me ever putting it on. It was an over 24 hours decision. Wow. I was so against it. And I don't know why. I don't know what in me was so against this idea. I always used to say, no, like, I just don't think it's for me. Like, I just don't mm. really, like, see the point in it. Like, I'm a good person. I don't need to cover my hair. Like, I'll, I'll maybe when I'm older and I've had my children and stuff, maybe then I'll wear it. That's I exactly to, what I'm thinking now. I used to always yeah. say these things. Whoa. I literally used to say these things all the time. Mektub. Like, it's written. Never in, literally knowing me from young, you would never, ever, ever think I would go down that route and wear it ever but I know it was written for me and however I got to that path whatever made me on that day literally I went I remember the day I went to Amina's house I was like oh maybe I'll start wearing hijab and she was like what and then she was all proper gassed she was so gassed but she was trying not to show it and then like I, I just put it on <laughs> no, you know what that's a great friend no alhamdulillah you know what alhamdulillah for her because believe me I don't know where I'd be without that girl but anyway. Yeah, shout out to Emina. Shout out to She's Amina. A, one of my most intelligent students. <clears throat> I just want to point that out. Oh, my student. Whatever. Pod, anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so I put it on and it was the first time I put it on and I looked in the mirror and I thought, oh my God, I like how it looks. And never, ever, ever in my 19 years of life have I ever done that ever until that day. Ever. Allah. And you actually Allah. liked how it looked. That and I liked it. Well. I was there on Snapchat with filters taking wow. selfies. Imagine, never, never in my wow. life did I ever think. And you know what? From that moment, I put it on. I didn't take it off. I it's went, I came into Amina's house here, not wearing it. Literally, I went downstairs three hours later to eat with her family and I was wearing it. And I didn't take it off since that day. Wow. And I swear to you, I swear to you, the people you have around you affect like it affects it so much because Definitely. imagine I felt that comfortable to come into someone's home not wearing it and then just go downstairs and have it on that's beautiful no one yeah. made me like feel uncomfortable no one questioned it no one mm. did anything it's as if it was so normal that's so good and yeah. that's that's why this is why I this is why I say when people feel as though like they have this anxiety or they're in this struggle I mm. just feel like just it's hard for me to say like pray about it because it's not like I prayed about it I never prayed to to have the to have the strength to wear it it just happened mm. you say you don't pray about it you've never prayed about it I make never. the every single day mm. to make it easier for me That's like crazy. I make the every single day five more than five times a day you know obviously in my prayers and then separate the world I make just mm. to Easy, easy for me to wear it but I don't know why it's so hard and you see everyone has their own struggles but yeah, yeah. every mm. single person in my family extended family every single person wear, wears it I'm the only one who doesn't wear it and and mm. it's crazy because I look at my sisters and I think subhanallah they find it so easy and I know that means this is a struggle this is a test for me because why is it so hard for me to put it on my head I don't know the thing to understand with that is like it, it doesn't matter too much about like the environment you can put like 10 people in the same environment you know each one has the sort of own test and 
your task could very well be you experience it so you appreciate the struggle so you can help mm. people with it and even mm. your du'as that you say you're constantly asking for it you never know you could have somehow ended up on raw talk and then you exactly. found those people this might be your exactly. way that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking because i've made lots of du'a in terms of mm. um making me come closer to the dean making it easy and me being surrounded by people that are you know also trying to do that yeah you know what it's a lot easier when you meet people that actually care about what you have to say it makes your struggles a lot more manageable I feel like because you know that you can literally look you're literally on a podcast right now speaking about your struggles in a way where you know that we are genuinely in this conversation because we care it's not just because as a pastime yeah you know what I'm trying to say so it makes you and yourself feel as though your struggle is actually a struggle and you're not just being dramatic Imagine you're there doing du'a, doing du'a every single day. You know, I want to, you know, make it easy for me to wear a scarf. And then after all this, you speaking about your experiences mm. leads to, let's say, 50 others starting to wear it exactly. at the same time. Can you imagine the blessing of that? Like, how, just think about that. For, that that's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Like, I want to do it. It's like, maybe it's like you were making du'a for yourself and for, for others who didn't even know. Do you mm. know what I mean? So yeah. honestly, there's, there's a lot of khair and barakah in this, like you're a trying. That's the point. You are trying. And the, and the reward for someone who's trying is much more than the person that has it established. Like if, it, if I find it very easy to get out of my bed and go to Fajr, that would be less reward than someone that is Struggles pushing themselves. Yeah, struggle. Especially if I found it easy from day one. If I struggled from day one and I took myself to that level and alhamdulillah made it consistent, maybe I'll be rewarded as if I was struggling. People have this own sort of challenge and stuff like that. So Yeah, everyone has is, their is own thing amazing. in their character. So, go in, so Sarah, just just because I'm like interested, because obviously I was saying how I didn't really... I never kind of wanted to wear it and I just decided and I just did it. I didn't, I don't, I'm not saying I... I didn't have anxieties like when I went out I did obviously think oh my god this is weird like I remember the first time the day after I wore it me and Amina went to town and I was on the bus with it for the first time and I was just like oh constantly like just anxious so I'm not saying it wasn't just like oh I just didn't care at all so I, I did have anxieties as any normal person would so mm-hmm. I just want to ask like, what what do you feel like is your kind of biggest anxiety or your biggest thing that's physically stopping you doing it Oh, good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, there's a lot of interests that I have in in my life. For example, uh, sports. Okay, mm-hmm. and I and I love sports, and I have a career in sports. Um, and it's very, very, very difficult for me to have. Well, I haven't really come across any hijabi woman, you know, in the, you know, in the sports industry. Um working and, and I feel like I will I, oh, I don't know I just don't like it I, I just mm. physically don't like like it on my head and then what I'm wearing as well if I'm gonna wear it I want to wear it properly but this I is the thing you've literally in. so what you've just said is is completely understandable I completely understand what you're saying but you've you're put I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself I am and this is why I'm I'm trying so hard and I don't to... know why because the the, the the advice you've just given to other people to take things one step at a time <laughs> and to do things slowly and to not just rush into things because you're going to regret it you need to take it on board this is the thing we're not preachers yet I'm not trying to force anybody to do anything they don't want to do but if you are on that journey and you genuinely have that want you're already mm. 10 steps ahead of somebody that isn't even yeah. aware 
Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. I'm really, really happy if you made it this far. If you want to hear us talk more about these topics, please send us your DMs about any topic whatsoever. Mm-hmm.